0: Program this has been fun. Chris Egan from King Woo! Five has been sitting in here. This is two hours. We don't have two more hours like when you were when you were doing you. And, and on a serious note, you were so gracious uh, with your time with with us and the morning show and Dick Fane that uh, you came in here a lot uh, during the during the uh, transition period. And it was great, so thank you very oh, much. Oh, you
1: bet. You yeah. bet. It's, fi- it's flying by today. We have
0: one more hour. Flyin we don't have two by. more hours. You know
1: what Jackson hasn't mentioned in his Sounders uh, shows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to do that last night. Oh,
0: we didn't get. Jackson, that was my fault. We didn't get to it. We
1: Jackson, I'm I'm pumping up your Sounders. But one yeah. thing we need to, you know, all for right. all those Mariner fans out there, when the Sounders won yeah. the MLS championship, they were minus a big star, Clint Dempsey. Yeah. Oh, Mariners. So you're,
0: you're trying to draw the parallel Minus with the Mariners. Robinson, oh, can I? Go? Oh, the Mariners. Guys, are, step it up. The Mariners are red hot. They're nine and one. Chris in the last 10 games, 33 and 20. They've won four straight. Marco Gonzalez, no earned runs in his last 19 and a third innings. They are uh, 13 games over 500 since September 19th of 2000. And 14. On that day, Chris, you'll remember because you were probably, uh, cutting up the highlights for this and getting ready to head on down to Safeco Field after you polished one of those, uh, uh, media room hot dogs and the cookies. And uh, I've
1: had a few over the years. <laughs> How many
0: of you had You know Maybe who had more many. than a few? Is your, not anymore, but your, your guy, Allen. I would always see Allen back Reed, there. Alan and he,
1: He's just hammering them. It's one of my great uh, media room stories. Great hot dogs, though. I was interning for Rod Simons yeah. in the Kingdom, and I'm up at the hot dog thing, and Dave Niehaus comes by, and I'm like, this is awesome. I get to meet Dave Niehaus. And he comes over, he goes, Son, why don't you put two hot dogs together for me? <laughs> I'm like, what? No. no I, I don't work here. So what do I do? I put two hot dogs together for Dave. I'm
0: like, what would you, sure, sir, whatever you need. Well, what do you want out of Oh, Guarantee he put mustard on it. Not oh, it. he had a little mustard. Oh, God, that is funny. Uh, all right, so back on September 19, 2014, they beat the Houston Astros 10-5. to Can you name Chris Egan? The form, uh, the Mariners, current Mariners that were in that lineup, September nineteenth, two thousand fourteen. You name them. September two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen, September nineteenth. It was a ten-five win over the Houston Astros. Taiwan Walker got the win, five and two thirds. He had uh, two earned runs. Wow, Mike Sweeney, a big hit in that game. <laughs> Oh, current, no.
1: Oh,
0: current, current <laughs> thought, Mariners. I'll give. You, I thought you <laughs> wanted me to name the whole roster. I can give you the lineup. If you, I'll give you the lineup in a second. There are three. Well, Seager. There's, there's Seager. Kyle Seager was yeah. there. Um, Mike Zanino was yeah, probably there. Yeah, yeah. Mike Zanino's number two. Can you name the third one?
1: The third Mariner on the current roster.
0: I can give you a hint. He's not currently on the roster, but he's on the roster.
1: He's on the roster. Not currently on the roster.
0: I mean, come on, suspended. Oh, Robinson Cano. Robin Cano. Okay. There you go. Okay. Cano. I got it. So uh, Zanino that day was two for five. Seager was two for five. Walker picked up the win. The last time they were thirteen games over five hundred. September nineteenth, two thousand fourteen. Wow. How about you want the? I'm lineup? stealing that fact for King Five. <laughs> <laughs> I want proper credit. You know, <laughs> earlier today on the, uh, Jason, Puckett on the show. Jason Puckett Show, it was just fantastic. I mean, time of our lives here. We discussed all <laughs> things Puyallup and and the best places to uh, do a show on Packwood. Uh, your lineup that day, Austin Jackson led things off, followed by Dustin Ackley. Robinson Cano hit third. Your cleanup hitter was Kyle Seeger. Hitting behind Seeger, Kendris Morales. Mm. Hitting behind Morales, Logan Morrison. Oh, uh, Lomo. In the outfield. The Condor, the Colonel, Michael Saunders hitting eighth, Mike Zanino, and hitting ninth, playing shortstop. Brad Miller. Oh, Brad Miller and his stirrups. And the stirrups. 2014, last time this squad uh, was 13 games over 500. Here's what we're going to do. Lunch with listeners. Brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. If you're looking for a great spot for lunch today, uh, visit the Other Coast Cafe. Three great locations in the Seattle area. Capitol Hill. Ballard and Queen Anne. Go get yourself a detonator right now. Mm. It's the spicier cousin of the Rage Engaging. Uh, you you would not going to go wrong with a fine sandwich from the Other Coast Cafe. So 286-9595-1800-829-0950. If you'd like to uh, volley in a thought, here's the deal. One of you can take home a gift card if you'd like. What's the best word, one word, to describe the Mariners start uh, to this season? They're 33 and 20. They've won four. They're 9 and 1 in their last 10 games. Uh, their bullpen has been excellent in the last 19, or excuse me, nine games. Uh, they're getting great pitching. And their offense hasn't done much here lately, but their pitching has been outstanding. What's the one word to describe uh, the Seattle Mariners right now? Two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. Brad Adam was on with us earlier. Used uh, wow, wow. He went with wow, wow. and resilient. Wow and resilient. Chris Egan of King Five, number two on the sports test, number one in our hearts. When are you gonna be number one? When are we gonna push Sylvia aside? No, nah, you know, I'm 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 happy because you know what? You Balda, don't want too much work. Well <laughs>
2: You
1: know what? It, Paul allows me to go around the great Northwest. You know, yes. to, I'll be heading to Ballard today. You're doing a fine story and someone who won a pole, pole, ball, pole state championship. You got Garfield High that just won their first oh. soccer championship. Oh, it's so great. with Paul on the anchor desk, it allows me to head across around this the great Northwest state. with you. I, I was recently in Moses Lake with a young man, Spencer Kimbrough, heading to the University of Alabama full ride. Oh, that was a great athlete. I, I mean, gonna, you get to meet all these families. On. It's it's
0: fun. Uh, seriously. I was going to I I uh, I was going to text you I didn't think I'd even I don't know if I did on Twitter. That story was unbelievable. And I know we got people that are lined up on the okay. phone lines right now. I want you Quickly tell this kid's this young man's story, Chris. I, I I watched this. You you it was playing. You know, last week at some point. I, I honestly I was in tears. I'll
1: give you the quick quick version on it. Spencer Kimbrough, His parents were told he was not going to be uh, basically alive when he was born, so they were preparing for his death. He was born in Spokane. He comes out crying. They say, "Oh my gosh, what? Do he has no legs." Uh, they send him to Children's uh, Hospital in Seattle, and the doctors there basically say, "We're going to find a way to save this kid." Um They save him, goes back to Moses Lake, no legs, living in a. He lives with mom and dad, his two older sisters. He's bullied. He's kicked out of his wheelchair. He gets depressed again, comes back to children's, flatlines five times, goes back to Moses Lake. And the Little League community there says, let's get this kid involved with sports. Let's get this kid. Let's find a way to get him involved with sports. Uh, The Little League of Moses Lake, the head coach of the top team, decides, you know what, I'm going to draft first, not my son, I'm going to draft this kid in a wheelchair. Drafts mm-hmm. him number one, puts him on his team, starts getting involved with sports, meets kids, starts finding, you know, life is pretty good, I got buddies now. Para-athlete out of Spokane says, you know what, come play with us, play with kids with your ability. Gets him in a wheelchair, goes on to win 10 state titles in in wheelchair, has the state record in the 400 and the mile. Then he starts playing basketball, Plays in national tournaments. University of Alabama, one of 12 schools across the country that supports para-athletes, gives him a full-ride scholarship. So he will be playing basketball for the University of Alabama. Great story, great
0: family. But that's... Sylvie does an awesome job. But I just want to say, man, that he, he, it it's was fun an amazing story that you did fun. on him. And can they go? If you go to King 5com I'm sure it's up there still. Yeah, you can, you can, can find
1: just it. type in Spencer Kimbrough, I it's, think, and you find the. It was just such one
0: a, of many. You know, there's so many
1: great yeah. families and 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 coaches and athletes. Out the power there. of sports. Yeah,
0: sports is such. It, we, it's fun and games here, what we do. well, it, but, it, but What it
1: does for a young man or a young woman or
0: anyone to give them a little bit of hope.
1: And I know you've got the phone lines yeah. waiting, but this just happened this weekend, and, and the coach is probably going to be upset with me. But I watched a coach, uh, his name's Justin, and his son, one of the stars of our team, freak accident during a game this weekend, falls back, and appears to break both of his wrists on the fall. Oh. Kid is in tears. Toughest kid I know. He's a catcher. He's a pitcher. He's one of the big stars in baseball. Remington is his name. Mom has to get the kid. They gotta somehow get this guy in a truck and head to the ER room in Centralia. The dad is the head coach. The dad now stays with the team. Is in tears. He's coaching on. Uh, he's getting text messages during the game. Finds out his son broke both of his wrists. He, I'm, I'm looking to the left. He's he's in tears, but he's still finding a way to coach this team mm-hmm. and. and so i'm throwing out some prayers for speedy recovery for remington if he's out there listening today Mm. poor little guy but he's gonna be back he's a tough kid so but yeah sports tell you what it brings out the best it absolutely does
3: yeah
0: all right one word uh to describe the start for the uh, mariners season of course it's lunch with listeners you have to tell us what you're having for lunch we start in marysville russ joins us russ what's for lunch today
2: oh well i just got home i'm I'm snacking on some Fritos with a couple different dips. Oh, uh, I got a little good. thing of tiny shrimp. I'm kind of eating, and then, of course huh. my standard vodka cranberry. Oh, so, dude
1: Russ, who doesn't like a vodka cranberry, I throw
2: mean, some <laughs> get that
1: uh, Fritos back. Throw some chili in
0: there.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I'm making. I'm going off your call tonight, though. I'm making Taco Tuesday tonight. So you have you to know, have I'm I'm a going t- with a,
0: You always have to have tacos going, on a Tuesday, Russ. It's a
2: guarantee. I'm going with a taco. Talk- oh, hey! By the way, I was the debut winner of lunch with listeners and I went down to Georgetown and it wasn't I took my daughter she's like 28 and we went down there and it was a really cool place Good. and I enjoyed it Good. and you know you, but where do you get I like their Rogers Pilkner yeah. a lot yeah and, but I can't find it in any of the stores up here uh. in Marysville
0: well, you know what? I'll send a text for you, Russ. I'll, uh, I'll there's send- got to be some store. I guarantee there's a store. It. We'll find you a store, and we'll we'll post it out there. Once I know, you'll know. I guarantee there's a place up in Marysville that has Rogers Pilsner. All right, Russ, give me the one word that describes the Mariners this year, the
2: start. Amazing. Mm. Amazing.
0: It's a good one, Russ. I like it.
2: And I can't believe they're winning all these games it's yeah. like I, I go to I watch a game every night and it's like I go they won another one yep. how the hell did they do that I don't know let you me know, grab, it, all
0: right I gotta Russ I gotta go because I'm up against a break and I have a bunch of people on hold that's my fault because I was uh I, I was, was just, talking I was and I dealing now, like no that's fine this is what we do uh Eric is in uh, North Seattle. Eric what's for lunch well I'm having uh iced uh, almond latte and the dreams of a cheeseburger that will be unfulfilled, probably. You, you sound like uh, Chris's younger brother. This is what Egan, this, if Egan could have that right <laughs> yeah. now, this is what he would have. Put some goop on it. Yeah, you got to go I'm goop. I'm
2: driving around, driving around, and I don't have time to stop, but I really want a cheeseburger, so that, that's where it is.
0: What's the one word to describe the, the start for the Mariners?
2: i would say horn swoggled sort of a state of pleasant bafflement
0: <laughs> god bless you eric i pre <laughs> horn swoggled all right i'm, I'm in I, I i dance with that uh alex is in tacoma alex what's for lunch a corn dog oh mm. god i love corn dogs. Yeah. Horst, crusty Pub. oh Man, a good They're good. Boy. Yeah, they are good. And they're good for you, too. That's the best part about it. <laughs> Never heard that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Alex, what's your one word to describe the Mariners' start? Just fun. Mm. It's been fun. It has
4: been fun. Oh, you know bought.
0: what? Yep, Alex, I appreciate it. Uh, let's take one last call. Uh, Brad, loyal caller, loyal listener. Brad, what's for lunch?
2: Hey, I'm having a cheesy British from the seventy six Station. Yeah, from the 76 Station in Alderwood there. I sent you a text earlier. Uh my mom used to work at Hoagies. I think I told you the Benoit Benjamin story. Yes. Uh, so I'm kind of grew up on cheesy British. So 76
0: Station in Alderwood. Oh my
4: god. Yeah, right god.
2: across from Old Navy there. Oh. And, uh, for the fir- for the first caller, Norms
4: in Lake Stevens. It's got the biggest selection of beer actually in the world for okay. per uh, space availability. Uh, so, anyways, that's if he's that's not too far from
1: Marysville. Oh, Brad knows
2: everything. I'm this going
1: to is- Alderwood, getting some khakis and a cheesy British. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: the Alderwood word love it. Uh, all right, what's the one word, Brad, to describe uh, the Mariners' uh, start this year?
4: I'm just going to say steady. I okay. mean it's it's been it's been a consistency. Maybe even that's the word. But I it's it's been nice and kind of. Refreshing too. I mean, yep. there's there's a few for you. Thanks, guys.
0: All right, thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. So amazing. Hornswoggled, fun and steady. I'm gonna give it. Uh, let's give a. Let's give Eric a, a gift card to the other yeah. coast cafe with Horn hornswoggled, hornswoggled. Just because he worked in hornswoggled. So I, I'm I thought Russ had the best lunch
1: with the mini shrimp and fritos. Ye- yes. Brad had the best information, but Eric. That's one word.
0: Yeah. And uh, and Alex, I really love what Alex w- was doing with the corn dog. One, because it's, it's healthy. So it's a nice, healthy lunch for Alex. And, and again, fun, because that's always a word I'd describe uh, to watch this team play. It's just fun. All right, coming up next. Uh Curtis Crabtree is gonna stop on by a surprise emergency visit from Curtis Crabtree because we have breaking news of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they have signed uh Brandon Marshall today, so help is on the way for Russell Wilson and his alter ego. Mr.
2: Unlimited. Now back to Puckett and the Gasman on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Oh, my. Spectacular!
0: All right, emergency situation. Brandon Marshall, according to all reports, is signed with the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think anything yet official from the, the team, but uh, again, all the reports saying the Brandon Marshall, 34 year old wide receiver, is signed. We only go one place for our Brandon Marshall and Seattle Seahawk news. Oh, yeah. And it's on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Joining us right now, hopefully from a golf course or a driving range, is our very own Curtis Cramtree. Hi, Curtis. What's going on, Jason? All right, uh, you see, you're stop being so serious. Egan's here. Yeah. Will you, will you just... I've golfed with him once, and he was very good. Oh, now this guy, this guy can pound it. Yeah, this guy is a stick right But he's here. very serious on the golf. Always oh, very too. serious. It was. Did he talk any about his swing plane at all? Like it's a little off, a little too high, coming a little too shallow. I don't know. I was busy dropping balls and helping my <laughs> little foot wedge out of the out of the uh, out of the rough. Uh, what do you make of the news, Curtis? Again, Brandon Marshall, according to all reports, is signed with the Seattle Seahawks a one-year deal, uh, 34 years of age, certainly the best his best play is behind him, um, but uh, what do you make of the signing today?
4: Yeah, I mean, I can confirm that it's expected to happen, uh, hasn't just yet, but is in the process of, of happening, so... Um, we can expect that to come to fruition at some point this week, assuming everything gets uh, dotted and crossed and all of that. So um, it's interesting for sure. Uh, we don't know exactly what type of player he's going to be coming off an ankle injury last season that ended this year after only five games. Um, and the question is, you know, can he be a contributor as a veteran or is he going to be Terrell Owens part two where he comes in, doesn't make the team out of training camp and it's a uh, You know, a very brief stay in Seattle. It's tough to say. Um, Just a couple years ago, he had a tremendous year with the Jets. You know, fifteen hundred receiving yards um, and all of that, and was you know off to a decent start with uh, the Giants last year. Had eighteen catches through five games. Um, but obviously the injury ended his season. So um, it's tough to say exactly where he's going to be right now, but it's pretty clear from the types of receivers that they were looking at on the free agent market and Jerron Brown and Marshall and Jordy Nelson uh, and Terrell Pryor, they were looking at receivers that were a little bit bigger in size, and so this kind of fills a, fills a need that they've uh, pretty clearly seemed to try to pursue this offseason.
1: I was going to say that, Curtis. What does this say about the current uh, Seahawks roster with the wide receiving core, that they're – In a little trouble, or they're in search of some more
4: names. Uh, Clearly, they're still looking to augment it a little bit and see what can kind of come around. Um, You know, they're probably only going to keep five or six receivers at the end of the day. That's typically about the number that they keep. Six is pretty standard for what they do at the end of the day. So, when it comes down to it, you know, you'll have Doug Baldwin and, and Tyler Lockett pretty securely on the roster. Um, you know, then you have last year's picks and Amara Darbo and David Moore. How do they fit in? Marcus Johnson, who they got in the Michael Bennett trade. How does he kind of fit into the equation? Um, the addition of uh, Marshall will obviously be there as well. Jaron Brown, who they did sign already. There, there's some guys there and somebody's not going to have a chair when the music stops. Um, and exactly how that's going to end up playing out at the end of training camp, we'll have to wait and see. But there's definitely a possibility there that, uh, one or more of those guys could, could ultimately not find their way onto the roster at the end of camp.
0: Again, Curtis Curtis Crabtree joining us uh, here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Our Seahawks uh, reporter here at nine fifty KJR. Catch all his work up at Sports Radio KJR dot com and give him a follow if you're not doing already at Curtis underscore Crabtree for the very latest on the Seahawks and also the uh, the Mariners. You can make two arguments here, I, I guess, Curtis. One, it, it's a one year deal. If, if, if I'm seeing the, the reports and if they are correct. It doesn't seem like they're spending all that much money. Seems like if it doesn't work out in camp, you could cut him without really uh, being hurt at all with the salary cap uh, with him. And so why not take a flyer on someone like Brandon Marshall? The other side would be, this guy's done. He's not going to offer you anything at all. Why even bring him in here uh, when it's going to be really an uphill battle for him to make the team try and go younger? Obviously, if there was a younger guy up there who was six foot four, two 220-odd pounds, they would try and sign that guy. Uh, which side do you fall
2: on?
4: Well, I mean, it dep- depends, obviously. If you get the 2015 version of Brandon Marshall, you'd be ecstatic. Um, obviously, uh, it would give them a size receiver that they don't particularly have at the moment, and um, there's still a lot of youth on this roster once you get beyond – Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett, it's not like uh, the group behind them have all that much experience. Jerron Brown obviously does with Arizona, but not with the Seahawks himself. Um, The group behind that's quite, quite young and unproven, you know, with Darbo and Johnson and McAvoy and and David Moore and all the like. So, I mean, there's a reason to go out there and kick tires on it. I mean, just from how long Marshall's been in the league, his minimum salary was going to be just a tick over a million dollars as it is. That's a league minimum for a player of his uh, his age uh, in the league. So, with the deal being reported, max value of $2 million, if incentives are hit, you could basically read it as being minimum a league minimum contract or a little bit more than that. Um, So there's clearly not investing much in it, you know, probably not much guaranteed money, if any. So it makes it really easy to get out of it um, if he's not able to contribute to you at the end of the year. But it's pretty clear that this is a guy Seattle's had interest in for quite a long time. Remember, Seattle visited with him back in 2010 when Pete Carroll was first here, when he was a restricted free agent with the Denver Broncos. Um, ultimately he got signed his tender and got traded to Miami at that point in time. But uh, Marshall had interest in Seattle, Seattle had interest in Marshall. And now we're obviously eight years down the road from that, but it's a guy that they've at least been intrigued by, by seemingly their entire tenure in, in, in town. So, uh, now he gets a chance to actually make it to Seattle and see if uh, he's got much left.
1: Curtis with the knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he got the float plane treatment. I think he came to the VMAG yeah. via a float plane and they brought him on the dock. I remember that story. That is true. Well, uh,
4: he, I think him and him and Houshmanzada kind of got yep. that treatment over there over those two years. So Zada worked out great. Out. So
0: a, <laughs> well, <laughs> great exactly. Signing. So. The, uh, He is not without controversy. And now those in the pro-Marshall camp will say, if I did it, and I just did it, Brandon Marshall problems, the first thing that comes up is a detailed timeline of Brandon Marshall's problems in the NFL. Now, it's been a few years, but he is not. So for those who are pro-Marshall, they'll say, well, that was in the past. He's become a better. He's spoken out against mental uh uh mental uh, healthness now because because he's had his issues with mental problems and he has come out as an advocate for hey talking about it doing something about it and I think he should be given credit for doing that but he is not without controversy even in his last stops he had issues i mean there are some people who in chicago he had a, a locker room a tirade in chicago that they some will say who cover the bears that led to mark Trestman losing the locker room thus losing his job and then, and then there was an incident not uh, two years ago in the Jets locker room, where former Seahawks Sheldon Richardson said, when they asked him about, you know, getting, you know, about the locker room, and he said the the locker room's easier to get along with now. And they asked him why, and he goes, "Well, I'll give you 15 reasons why," and that's because Brandon Marshall wore 15. That there was an issue in the Jets locker room, and I guess I just find it curious with the guy that has had such an issue with locker rooms and teammates and authority this seems like an organization that just kind of whether you believe it or not purged themselves of people like this and then they just brought in a guy who might be the president of locker room distractions into their locker room
4: yeah the one flip side is is that they can pull the plug on it pretty quickly and at any Mm -hmm. time that they see see fit so um he's far less uh you know relied upon on this roster than he was in Chicago, than he was on the on those Jets teams. I mean, when he was saying that stuff with the Jets, like, it's, like I said, he was coming off a 1,500-yard, 14-touchdown season, I believe, or he was in the midst of that season one or the other. If you're putting up that kind of production, you're a little bit more stable in what you're able to, to say and influence in a locker room, and um, obviously – We don't expect that to be the case this year. Now, if it was, they'd be pretty thrilled with the production, and I think everything would probably go pretty smoothly, but certainly it is one thing to keep an eye on for sure.
1: Media uh, invited to OTAs tomorrow. Curtis, uh, any other big storylines you'll be keeping an eye on this week over there?
0: Basically, Egan's fishing for stories, so he can just tag along. Can you just tell me I'm with my job? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know... There, there's who who you time. interviewing tomorrow, Curtis? What's your angle, and uh, why are you yeah. why are you going that angle? Just tell me, just off the, off the well. Head.
1: I mean, we've been hearing a lot with with Earl, obviously, and now Frank Frank Clark is another name coming out.
4: Yeah, I mean, we'll see if Frank's there or not, or if he's one of the guys that's going to kind of voluntarily stay away. I mean, I, I understand Frank not being there as well, and the fact that he's about to enter the final year of his rookie contract um, and is the Without doubt, the primary pass rusher on the roster right now. So he certainly does have some clout to him, and wanting to make sure he can get to the get to the regular season healthy and not have any of these silly non-contact ACL injuries in the off season, and just deciding he's better off waiting until training camp begins to show up. It wouldn't surprise me if that's kind of his thought process at this point in the time. At this point in time, and I wouldn't read too much into it if that's the case. But certainly to see if see if he's there tomorrow, I I don't know if he will be or not. Um, again these practices are so so watered down it's tough to get much of a you know analytical read on everything and how guys are going i don't look into rotations or mm-hmm. how the guys are i just don't think you can get anything out of that at this point in time it's more mainly just kind of see how guys kind of fit in and move around and get a you know your eye test form but that's about it so we'll, we'll kind of have to see how these last couple OTAs go but you know getting in getting into the veteran mini camp and then training camps obviously got to carry a whole lot more, more clout. and
0: I, I, you know, I don't know if, if you if you're like this way and I know Egan you're not I mean I, I don't get the everyone getting worked up over a voluntary workout no. I, I just I don't know am I missing something Curtis
4: no no you're not I mean it's, it's a voluntary <laughs> workout um, most of the teams there a couple guys not being there is no big deal am I gonna
0: lose sleep. And, and rant and rave on the radio about guys missing a <laughs> voluntary workout it's voluntary I mean it's it's in there voluntary workout. He misses mini camp or he misses training camp. okay, then you got a then, story then, then, at that yeah. point. but right now no it's nothing. I mean, my God. Find something else to talk about, like great well, places to go for yeah, Memorial Day in like, Packwood, or the Mariners. Doing or the Mariners, well. I don't know. You got a red hot baseball team. Talk about
1: them. By the way, Curtis is everywhere. Well, I, I'm in the King yeah. Five Sports Department oh, bucket, it's, it's, and and there's there's Curtis interviewing the Mariners, and he's with the CIS producer.
0: Goes, does that guy ever get a day off? Uh, he doesn't. We work them like it's the hardest working people in this town. You and and Curtis. Well, I got I had five days off. I was in Tri Cities, Packwood. Curtis loves this though, don't you, Curtis? Yeah, it's 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 good for sure. Uh, yeah, well, you
4: sounded you're like the, the alternative.
0: You, you, I mean, be washing dishes, digging <laughs> ditches. You sound about as excited as the Houston Rockets uh, introduction guy last night. Did you guys hear that when he was introducing the players? I did not for the Warriors. How do you go from the Golden Knights intro to that intro? The, by the, the way, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. When he introduced the Warriors, like. Edgar, he, this was, he was like, Edgar Clay Thompson, uh, Steph Curry, point guard, uh, Kevin Durant out of Texas, and head coach Steve Carr. <laughs> that was his introductions <laughs> last night. All right, Curtis, we'll, we'll cut you loose, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, you can uh, read Curtis's story about Brandon Marshall right now at SportsRadioKJR.com. All right, my friend, we'll, we'll talk to you down the road. All right, see you guys. There he is, uh, Curtis Crabtree. Follow him on Twitter, at Curtis underscore Crabtree. Uh, is he again, the
1: best uh, uh, media golfer?
0: I don't Levine. Uh... Oh, well, I have. I've never golfed with Levine, so I don't know. Uh, he's the best that I've played with. Yeah. Dick Fane yes. talks a mean game. Fane? Yeah, I've never played with Fane. I don't know. Looks mm. the part. Doc's the part. Sure. He could be good. Got those, he's got those Nike shorts. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. He looks like he. And the thing about Fane, and, 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 and this is not the case. But he looks like the Silver Spoon Country Club kid. But I know that's not the that's not what happened. It's he didn't grow up that
3: way.
1: No.
0: But he has that image, right? Kinda like you and Pickleball. <laughs> yeah. and Silver Spoon <laughs> no,
3: pickleball I, look I'm to
1: you. The, I'm the John McEnroe bad boy. Pickleball player. I've got many <laughs> verbal warnings at the YMCA. You get, you get warned in your pickleball? Uh, I had a couple yoga classes, have to shut down and come down and ask,
0: can we keep that guy quiet? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I am in a, I am in a downward dog. Could, uh, whoever's yelling up there, please stop. All right, uh, Brandon Marshall, again, is signed with the Seattle Seahawks. The details are like a one-year deal, and it's not worth much. Uh, six foot five, 200 with 30 pounds, 34 years of age. I don't know. I guess it doesn't hurt. But I guess it doesn't really help you because I don't expect anything there from Brandon Marshall. A right. pro bowl, a pro bowler in 2015, he was absolutely. I mean, but you know, a couple of years, from, you know, you're obviously years removed from that mm-hmm. one. But I get the, It's more of a, a commentary on their state of wide receivers. Yeah. That's really the bigger issue to me. It's not Brandon Marshall. It's the fact that they have the story to me is not Brandon Marshall. It's the fact that at this point they've got to sign Brandon Marshall. Because they don't have any wide receivers. Well, and you heard it from Curtis. there's two great names everybody knows about Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett and then yeah. it's
1: kind of like, all right, who's going to be the next three? Yeah,
0: it's just they just have guys. All right, uh, Brad Adam was on earlier today his weekly visit brought to you by John Howie Steak. Now at this portion of the radio program before we find out what's happening in the mayor's show come up at one o'clock, we give you a chance to win 50 dollars from John Howie Steak. You're like Oprah. You just keep giving well, we just, away. Well, as Ian will point out at one o'clock, it's it's the show that begs people to listen, so we give gift cards for food and beer. And he's exactly right. This is what we do. Because as Ian as Ian knows, I love the listeners. Yeah. And I, we want to give back. So for fifty bucks to John Howie State, we uh we we talked to Brad and we talked to about the story about Kyle Seeger and Steph Curry. Now we're gonna play the long cut of it, but if you're the ninth caller, To know this one. How many points did Kyle Seager hold Steph Curry to in high school? They played high school basketball against each other. Okay. How many points did Kyle Seager hold Steph Curry to in high school basketball, if you are the ninth caller, ninth caller, yeah, it's always ninth caller. If you, you learn this in radio, it's not seven, not eight, it's nine. Ninth Why caller. nine? I have no idea because maybe we only have fifty bucks to John Howie, fifty dollars to John Howie. Stay two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. The ninth caller, how many points did Kyle Seeger hold Steph Curry to in high school? I'll give you a hint that Steph Curry averaged in high school thirty two points a game. Okay and uh and brad who joined us earlier gave the story uh we'll play the kind of the longer version of it here coming up in a second when we get our ninth caller we'll bring our ninth caller on see if they can win 50 bucks uh to john howie If State. the ninth caller doesn't have it do we go to the eighth or the tenth uh if the ninth caller doesn't have it we go to the 950th caller <laughs> and we, we just turn it over uh who is it uh number uh line one. Line one. Frank is in almost – it said Frank in in taco, but then I saw the MA there, and it's Frank in Tacoma. Uh, Frank in Tacoma, who probably will have some tacos tonight because it's Taco Tuesday, Frank, as you know. All right, we asked Brad Adam, uh, and he told the story earlier today, how many points did Kyle Seeger hold Steph Curry to in high school? 30 points. How many? 30. 30 points. All right, let's hear from Brad Adam himself. Back in high school. The
1: North Carolina, and they're about the same age, so I want to say the same year, Seager's senior year. It's a, uh, a tournament they're playing, and Steph Curry is a pretty big name. He's not like he is certainly now. Um, he wasn't a national recruit, but obviously a very good player in high school, and they knew of him. His team knew of Steph Curry, this guy. I hadn't seen him play, averaging like 32 points a game. So, obviously, they want to try to slow him down. He's, he's the main guy on the team. So, Seager guards him, right, and he's very proud of the fact that he – Hold Steph Curry under his average. And so I said, Well, that's great. So well, how many score? And he said, He
4: scored 30. <laughs> I said, Well, you know, technically that is holding him down, holding him under his average 30, you
1: know, 32. And then Sigs looks at me and says, You want to know the kicker to the story? And I said, Yeah. He's like, He only played the first half.
0: There you go, Frank. You gotta wow. correct thirty points that Kyle Seeger held Steph Curry to in a half. That's the best part. In a half. We appreciate it. you get fifty bucks to John Howie steak. Thanks, Frank. Oh and also Frank, before Thank you I go, what's the phrase that pays?
2: KGR is the best.
0: There you go, that Frank. That works. That that works. works. <laughs> all right, coming up next, the mayor of Maple Valley. He, I know him. He gets after it on Memorial Day weekend. Oh, I bet. It was gin and tonics from uh, uh, probably 3.30 on Friday afternoon all the way until yesterday. Gin and tonics and no food. Uh, so we'll see what kind of state he's in. The mayor coming up next. Okay.
2: The- now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk.
0: Hey, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, the, the mayor. mayor. Oh, the mayor. The mayor of Maple Valley, who uh, like is gonna join us uh, next Memorial Day. Egan's gonna come back for the Memorial Day oh, show. Let's bring Ian with and us. Ian's gonna come with us too. We're gonna go to Packwood for a Memorial Day show huh? at um, What's the bar? I just shut it down. Packwood. The blue, uh, uh, the blue spruce, the blue spruce, and Packwood. Where is Packwood? Packwood, Washington. It's White s- Pass, White Pass, right before uh, White Pass, It's kind of southwest Washington. I had to drive through yeah, I'm there this you a hard weekend. Pass on that one.
4: No,
1: you've
0: got to come. No, <laughs> yeah, you do. No. It's your people. They no. had they
1: had traffic problems in Packwood, no. and so I thought it must have been an elk crossing, uh, <laughs> but it was. They have a huge.
0: Memorial Day weekend. You gotta, tell, uh, you gotta tell Ian if he didn't if he didn't hear it. Or really yeah. tell. So you're, I was
1: basically we were at the state tennis championships in the Tri City, staying in beautiful Pasco. How did little Maddie Egan do? She took fourth, did Good well. For yeah, wow. had, a, wow. had a fun tournament. So, Good. but we gotta to get to Centralia then for my son Austin's baseball tournament <laughs> oh, in Centralia at Wheeler Field. You know the place. I do the Wheeler actually, the I Wheeler burger, burger with, with what, what do you get on the Wheeler burger? <laughs> uh, do you want some goop on that burger? <laughs> <laughs> so we. We decide to take the route from the Tri Cities. We go through Yakima over to Twelve.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then my it.
1: son's looking at the clock, and he's like, "I think we're good, Dad." Also, he's like, "Dad, it's red in Packwood." I'm like, "What do you mean it's red?" He goes, "There's a traffic jam in Packwood." And so I'm thinking <laughs> Elkhart. That's it's the only gotta thing. Be an elk it's got to be in Elkhart. We get there. Maybe a combine in the middle of the road. Oh, there man. are probably five to ten thousand people in Packwood for their annual. I believe it's a flea market. Flea market. Uh, Memorial Day
0: flea market in Packwood.
1: And I'm telling you what, he It was five Ian, miles deep a getting lot of in. You want love it or leave it. Five <laughs> miles deep getting out. <laughs> yeah. My wife wakes up from her nap as yeah. I'm driving. She's like, Where are we? When yeah. he says nap, no, no, it's no, a no, Chardonnay. No, no, no. It's, it's a Chardonnay nap. Yeah. No, no no, yeah.
0: no, 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 It literally no,
1: no. took us about 40 minutes to get through Packwood. Woo. All right,
0: we're going to be at the Blair Spruce, is, Spruce next, next year. There is
3: nothing I would. Least rather do than, than try them on Memorial Day weekend. Oh. Like I, it, it, oh. It's the worst. It gets the you. worst. I, I, luckily, we had stuff here in town. Oh, nice. Yeah, the furthest I drove from Maple Valley was the uh, old MLK Boys and Girls Club down there. Uh, right there by you go. City. That was about that and, and the house that Dick Fane built, Mount Rainier High School. Those are my two. It ba- ba- must have been a basketball weekend. Oh, it's always. They have a fun.
0: plaque of Fane up it's there? it's
3: always a basketball weekend.
0: <laughs> they have a plaque of him up
3: there? Uh, there's a... Like, well, it's funny. It's it's a lot like Brandy Chastain's plaque. Doesn't oh, really look like him. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Does it look like Brandy Chastain? <laughs> no, it looks like Joe. <laughs> uh, you know what? Come to think of it, it might be Joe Fain. It that could they be actually Joe. Are more fond Listen, I, there. and
0: I know he's tweeting out his 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 re, They had their re-election campaign kickoff for for Joe Fain the other day. Yeah. Like I said, I, I'll put my weight behind Joe Fain as long as he's one of those guys that's going to legalize the gambling. He doesn't legalize it. He's, Fain's I mean, he's out. He's not getting puckered. So we'll I, 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 I we'll hear, find somebody else down there, I hear from a, a source close <laughs> to Joe Fane,
3: might be named Richard. Yeah? Uh, that, uh, is
0: leaning towards supporting it. No, is,
3: is saying that it's probably not going to happen in the near future. Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus. Mother of Lord. Well, there's a pretty strong lobby group in the state. Huh? And it has to do with the tribes. Well, mm. can't they make money too? Can well, we just do
0: it up there that the tribes? Do? I, honestly,
3: if you're looking for a sports book, would there be a better spot to have it than Emerald Downs? No. Like, uh, well, all of them. I can It's on Emerald set. Downs. It's. I mean, Emerald Downs is set though because they've already yeah. got OTR. Yeah. They got OTB. They got. They got everything right there. They got all those restaurants and bars, all those levels, and I mean, a football Saturday or Sunday at the what Downs, about the
0: EQC. Yeah, Softy on Monday nights. Well, I think they're waiting in to get fi- their,
3: their new, you know, Softy and the EQC are building a new e- facility. downs like, the- have you seen that? It's like that no. thing's going up, Oh, permanent, like big time. Where? Right off? I mean, right next to the yeah, the it's right trailer. there.
0: Yeah. Well, is that in Fife or in Puyallup? No, or or in that's Tacoma? in Tacoma. That's in Tacoma. I already, <laughs> I already explained to you where that's at. Yeah. Never can figure out really where Fife I, is. Th- well, I think that I
3: think that the EQC is a lot like Druids Glen. It kind of takes up like four different. It's like where four cities meet. Right? like It's like there's a little Puyallup, a little Fife, a little Tacoma, all right there. I told Puckett
1: there is a spot where you could be standing, and you're in Fife, Milton, Edgewood, Federal Way,
3: and uh, Tacoma. I think we almost bought a house there. <laughs> 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 Good Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, that's fine. We all just, right. make, just like I said, kids' stuff. We a little tournament and stuff. So.
0: You fired up for
1: brand? Marshall? Question for you, though, on the, oh, on oh, the kids' yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i got to oh, ask yeah. him this before, yeah. Marshall, because uh, we were talking about my wife and I snuck a few beers into Wheeler oh, Stadium. I'm not sure ruling. if we'll get in trouble for that, but... Nothing better than a cold beer and a a, a Wheeler burger with some goop. Have, do you and the wife ever sneak a few cold beverages in to watch the kiddos? Well, shows?
3: basketball, you can't do it. It's, that's hard. Because it's in a school property. Yeah, right? and, it's, have a coffee and it's inside cup? and so forth. So, uh, But well, when my son was playing uh, baseball, which is up until this year— yeah, red solo cups are plenty. Yeah, but don't you have yeah. a coffee cup? You pick. You pick the team based on the parents, and if there's yeah. red solo cups, potentially there. Yeah, but just get a coffee cup. Well, get a, get a, get a I just I don't know. I I, I, I I don't want to be that guy at a at a bout. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't go get a couple in between games. You know, <laughs> and I can tell you right now, every spot to hit for AU tournaments. In the, I mean, is there a better place than Columbia City Alehouse? I like Columbia City. House is a great is a great spot. I mean, that's a really fantastic. Our greatest Disneyland. Applebee's by Kent Meridian High School. I hit that this yeah, weekend. Oh, no, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. man, he knows a lot. Did you get it? Is that?
0: Do they have the blooming onion?
3: Mm-mm. No, is that Outback? That's Outback. Okay. Have
0: you ever
1: been to Bumpy's in downtown Puyallup? No, but we haven't had a Puyallup tourna- tournament in a while. Okay, they have we, a Taco we, Tuesdays for Puyallup. Our, oh, our, I love Taco our, Tuesday.
3: our, our guys, we don't deal with Puyallup in AUB. Basketball. You guys worry about baseball. We worry about us. Us out in Kent. We worry about basketball while you guys worry about baseball and tennis.
0: Let's uh, let's uh, just before, the difference in the Pierce and King County. Before world. we before we get out of here, let's update our no. poll. Obviously, Joe Kralik, the best thing to come out of Puyallup. What's really? the second best thing? Well, uh, your choice right now. Chris Egan still leading at forty four percent. Coming at thirty uh, three percent. Carneys from the that's fair. What I voted for fourteen <laughs> percent. Fourteen percent and losing ground is Luke Heward. Nine yeah. percent, Bill Quorum's Nissan. Bill you Cor- voted for who? Carnies.
3: Carnies. Yeah. yeah Carnies.
0: Car- car- well, I mean, Luke Heward, who obviously was the best of the
3: Hewards. Oh well, <laughs> I mean that was, that was a given. Are there was- others? I would. Well, Mike, the coach, Hall of Fame. Yeah, fan, Mike, yeah Hall of Fame. Coach. Outside of that, I don't think anybody. I don't know any other Hewards. <laughs> I mean, Mike and Luke. Was there, other, was there somebody else? Uh, I no, a uh, peg.
0: Hey, well, yes, is, yeah,
1: made an incredible tater tot casserole. What's on King oh. 5
3: this week? Are we doing a feature on that Emerald? Let's see, what something down in the Puyallup no, area. No, I'm heading to Ballard High today. That's not, you're not allowed to do Whole that. Yes, champion. Champion. Wait a second. Hey, you eat never it. venture hey, out, of, out, of out of Southeast King Look slash it. North Pierce The County. opposite Whole of the ball Sports Illustrated curse.
1: What softball team did I feature this year? Jackson High. Jackson. Ah, they won the, the 4A, state title. And now
0: we're heading to Ballard High, the home of the Pole Vault champion. You know what I want you? Have you had lunch yet? No. Okay, you're gonna go right across the street. Right across the street called El Camion. Oh, yeah. Little Mexican it's food. The It's a food yeah. truck place. Okay, food truck. Yeah. You, you're not gonna be disappointed. Okay? It's better when it was the drive in, man. Okay, order anything you want. Better than taco time. Uh, taco time's fine, it's great. They don't but I'm telling you, El Cameo, you're gonna like All if you right. want a little bit of lunch, I'm gonna give you a suggestion. Okay. Right. Uh, and also maybe the other coast cafe if you want to go into Ballard as well. I've Make- been to Dahoma many times Ian. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You had like twenty seven state championships this weekend, right? Well, we've got three Some- girls that are like the fastest in the state, and then you went Unbelievable. Yeah. Good track team. Uh what do you got
3: coming up at one o'clock? Not for the boys. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Corey Brock's going to join us at 2 o'clock today. Uh will watch Michael's uh, dealer, uh, family dealerships. Talk to him about the Mariners' uh, incredible run they're on right now. Bill Kruger hates, and I'm going to tell you right now, Bill Kruger hates the thought of having Felix not start a game and have a reliever like Tampa does. Some suggested we do that. Okay. We'll hear from him at mm.
0: Uh Eric Burns, former Major League Baseball player who uh, set the world record for consecutive holes played in golf, and he ran like, Thirteen miles. Uh, he's going to join us tomorrow to talk about that, raising money for a great uh, cause in battling cancer. Chris, great stuff. Thank you, buddy. Look for uh, his uh, his uh, piece on the uh, Ballard High School student coming up. What uh, tomorrow? Probably. That's, I'm later?
1: probably Seahawks tomorrow. That will Seahawks. be Thursday. Yep.
0: Thursday. All right. Thanks to uh, to Chris uh, Jackson. Great stuff again. Eric Burns coming up uh, tomorrow on the radio program. The uh, Mayor of Maple Valley next.
2: No shirt, no shoes, no, no dies.
0: Anybody like to smoke some pot? I was born to love
2: you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. What do you
4: need my dress for? We like to send me out a mailer. Mother
1: of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>